Hello, Theron Podcast Line, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review podcast on the Rat Pat Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week, we watch a bad movie, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple of games in the end. I'm your host, Hollywood. I'm joined by my two regular co-hosts, Maestro. Yo. And Adam. Hello. This week, we're taking a request from our very own Maestro, <laughs> which will most likely piss Adam off. Yes, especially safe bet. especially because I haven't seen this movie. This is a, <laughs> another special blind episode. Yeah, so I'm not going into this to provide some logic for Adam. I feel like sometimes I wonder whether or not you're doing this just to spite us. Really, sometimes Hollywood. I, no, I, I'm planning a wedding right now, so uh, <laughs> me watching a movie is very hard. Sounds like a made up excuse. <laughs> I, I think either way, you're going to end up on my side about this. Probably. Are you sure? <laughs> I did see 20 minutes of it, though. Okay. I, I, I'll give you that. I did see 20 minutes, and Perfect. I was confused all 20 minutes. Fantastic. I thought I was watching He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, feel, I feel like they tried to combine Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Okay. Before they That's one were, of my notes yeah, okay. of my first 20 minutes. All right. Uh, the movie in quite Did I even say the movie? I don't think so. Oh, it's 1983's Krull. K-R-U-L-L. <laughs> not 1997's Cole. K-U-L-L. Cole the Conqueror. This is 1983's Krull, directed by Peter Yates. I looked up his IMDb page. The most notable thing he ever did was Bullet, that movie with Steve McQueen where he drives the the Mustang uh, through San Francisco. That's say, a badass movie. When dude. you say notable, <laughs> no, dude, Bullet is a badass. It? It's one of the best chase scenes of all time in any movie. Oh, okay, Bullet. Only the French Connection has a better chase movie. I don't right. think you'll like it though, Adam, because it's from the seventies. Oh no, is it black and white? No, okay, but it is a badass movie. All right. This movie stars Ken Marshall, Lisette Anthony, Freddie Jones, France, Francesa Annis, and Liam Neeson. Yeah, man. Liam Neeson. I I'm think he's in his 30s. This is one of his first roles. I think his third movie. Okay. Let me do a brief synopsis. That caught we'll... me way off guard. Yeah? <laughs> when I saw him, I'm like, what the? Yeah, man. Let me do a brief synopsis, before, and then we'll jump into it. A prince and a fellowship of companions set out to rescue his bride from a fortress of alien invaders who have arrived on their home planet. Let me ask you, have you ever seen this before? Maestro, you obviously have because you requested it. <laughs> yeah. Adam? Uh, no. I no. I never even heard of this movie. Never heard of it. Really? Before. When you said Kroll, I thought it was Cole, the Cole, oh, no, no, the no. movie from 1997 about a barbarian warrior. That's what I thought of going in. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, there's spaceships and barbarians? <laughs> oh, it's Kroll. Yeah, this... this. Like I said before, <laughs> like I said at the top, um, I didn't get a chance to watch this one, but I like... These blind episodes, the only I told Adam before we recorded, the last episode where I didn't see the movie was Delta Force. And that went on to win the most spoilies <laughs> from our first yeah. spo- uh, first annual spoilie awards. It, it, I think it just nearly beat out Grabber for the worst movie of that of, of that era. <laughs> and it was probably because it was more fresh in, in the mind. <laughs> and the, the anger was still <laughs> just vibrant. So if history does repeat itself, when the spoilies come around in next year sometime... I have a feeling this might be uh, our number one contender. It, okay. But, but we did see a couple bad ones. Yeah. Boat, Boat Trip was pretty bad. Oh, my God. But not spoil. Like, there's still some worse things. Yeah. Like okay. what? Shadow. The Shadow. That was a great movie. It's in the third running. Yeah. Adam, you said you had the same feelings of The Shadow as you did watching this? There were the same kinds of, like, I don't know why. <laughs> it's just, it's just, the, the plot points and the way they kind of move things forward was very, like, this. that was really... Forced and didn't need to be there. Type of uh. okay. Since I did see the first twenty minutes, <laughs> okay. Let me tell you my notes. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So it opens with Star Wars. It's essentially the Star Wars shot from A New Hope. It's a slow ship, ex- the exterior of a ship slowly passing by the camera. Yeah, yeah. 
and it looks like a wooden ship. Like, it looks like a weird... I thought it was a rock formation. <laughs> like I, well, I thought it was an asteroid. Well, actually, Adam, you're actually correct. The ship actually is supposed to be looking like a mountain. Okay. Uh, okay. A brown mountain. Yes. Did okay. you, Adam, man, of clay. Did you think that maybe Bruce Willis was going to fly yeah. a ship in there and drill? That would have made this movie awesome. Bruce Willis comes and destroys it before it lands. <laughs> but Bruce Willis in 1983, is is he still on that show? Moon landing? Uh, moon, moon, moon landing. Moonlighting. Uh, moon I, I said moon landing. <laughs> well, that I, fake thing? Yeah. No. Um, I, th- I, I, don't, I, I think, I don't even know if Bruce Willis is a name at this point, 1983. No, he's not. I don't, I don't think he is. I, th- I I think I think Moonlighting, because I, I I know that like uh, the big movie for Bruce Willis was the Die Hard, right? And that, well, that that's was, what made him famous. Yeah, but that yeah. That, that was eighties. That was I want to say like almost eighty four, eighty nine, eighty eight. Oh, really? Bruce, yeah, oh, Die yeah. Hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nineteen eighty eight. All right. So, here's my other note. <laughs> There's a voiceover explaining everything where I feel like it should have been a scroll text. If you're already copying Star Wars, you might as well just do the text. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why they did it, because like we can't make it too Star Warsy. Yeah. And Adam, you said that this is, reminds you of Lord of the Rings mixed with Star Wars? Yes. The only segments I saw, it reminded me of the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe movie from the 1980s with Dolph Lundgren okay. as as a prince, as Adam. That's his name, right? In He-Man? Adam? Or Prince Adam? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Frank Langella was the... Never was Skeletor? Do you know who Frank Langella is? No. Frank Langella was uh, 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 the box. Did you ever watch the box? Nope. Where the, he shows up with the bu- button, and he, if you press the button, uh, and someone random in the world dies, but you win a million dollars. Oh. He's the guy with the fucked up face who makes that deal to him. If I show you a picture of Frank Langella, you'll know who he is. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. This what the movie reminded me of, because that movie... They combined sci-fi with like sword and sorcery style. Yeah, sci-fi fantasy. Yeah, it's like sci-fi fantasy, and that's that's what this one looks like. Yeah, well, well you'd be right. I mean, that's pretty much exactly what it is. Okay. Right. But by the way, Bruce Willis wasn't there anything uh, credited until '84. Oh, See, okay. so he wasn't around. Yeah. Sorry, Adam. Well, he's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, you know, I Alan Rickman. My with all Bruce Willis trivia on it. <laughs> well, well, you know, Alan Rickman. His first role was in Die Hard. His first notable role, movie role, was in Die Hard. He was like in his early forties, late thirties. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, and now he's Snape, mm-hmm. Mister Potter. Also in uh, Galaxy Quest. Ho, ho, ho! Oh God, you're one of them. Yeah. Oh God. All right, so so. Take me into this, Adam. I know that these two kids are getting married, but their parents hate that they're getting married, but their marriage is going to unify the two lands. They need to create an alliance to fight off these uh, race of slayers. Yes. Well, the thing about it is, is they, they're, the, they're called the slayers. Um, it is an inter- it's, it's, it's a outer space type of alien spaceship that's okay. coming over there by the slayers. And then their major uh, boss man is called the beast. Which is really unusual to have those names as, like, let's say, a form of hierarchy, but still. Yeah. That's fine. They got a Grand Wizard for the KKK. That doesn't make sense, even. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. Um, the, Their ship is called the Black Fortress, right? Yes, the Black Fortress. And when Fortress. it lands, it, it lands, like, vertical, so it looks like it's a mountain, right? Yes. That's what I, I do remember it's seeing. It's called yeah. the Black Fortress. Fortress. Are you okay with this? So is this what? like in Stargate where the, the ship is shaped like a pyramid? So when it lands, it looks like you're staring at a pyramid. I guess. Yeah. But that same why? Call, it's a brown rock formation. <laughs> well, what about inside? It's white on the inside. <laughs> yeah. 
What? Where does the Black Fortress come from? Oh, I think the whole reason why they call it the Black Fortress is simply because of what entails what's inside. The Slayers are ultimately evil. Right, okay, fine. So, so there's, so be, How about and, the Dark Fortress, then? Uh, dark Fortress doesn't have that kind of ring to it, don't you think? <laughs> Round oh. one goes to Adam. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the Black Fortress. Where is it? In that brown mountain. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> well, I, I'm not quite sure. From what I remember, I'm not sure if it was the TV or when I was looking on the screen, but I believe when it actually showed up, it turned black before it disappeared. As it was exploding? No, as it before. Remember how it kind of switches every dawn? I feel like yeah. Yeah, I feel, it turns black before it, I feel like it disappears. I no, think. that's just you're seeing it at nighttime. Oh. <laughs> By the way, it lands. It, it it lands on the Earth. Yes, and then teleports well, it's, around. It's not the Earth, actually. It's or a whatever. It's crawl. It, it lands on crawl. Yeah, it has to land on crawl. Yes, yes. and then it then proceeds to teleport around the planet. Yes. So why doesn't it do it all the time? Yeah. Why, why land then? Just like boop, <laughs> beam. Oh, now we're there. Well, it could be possibly based upon like whatever machines that they actually use inside the mountain slash spaceship that doesn't allow that type of work. Maybe it needs time to, uh, 24 hours to actually teleport before it can actually use it again and to put yourself into a situation where you can't use it on initially when you first join, when you first land could be an issue. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, the, the point about it is, is <laughs> the, these slayers are so uh, have such a good strategy and are so tactful of what not tactful are they? Yeah, well, basically the way they set it up, they kill everybody off inside the there of the two warring factions that are the most powerful people on the planet. Right. They kill uh, the only ones they leave is the the what basically the the husband and wife to be. Right. The only difference is is they kind of left the husband to die, but the well because they shot him, but they didn't know he was dead or not. Right. And they took the wife the the, the wife to be captive. So these slayers they make quick work of an entire kingdom. Yes. And they, so pretty much the kingdom's gone just as one guy. Yes. Okay. Come back to that later. Where I trailed off was the two kings are dead. Yes. These, these uh, alien invaders, the slayers invade, yes. and the prince tells the princess, essentially, come with me if you want to live. It's not that exact line, but he right. essentially tells her, you got to come with me in order to survive. Right. Yeah. And they, by, by the way, and they take off. This is, this is an arranged marriage for to make an alliance. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, within what seems like two minutes of meeting each other, they're already deeply in love. <laughs> yes. Okay. Just wanted to put that out there. All right. Well, you could always uh, wage the idea that love at first sight actually does exist at least at this time when actually people still believe that in a futuristic that. world. Yes, it's it's this future or past. Well, well, that's the thing about it, though you can't really tell because it's sci-fi and fantasy. And you really don't even know yeah. when it happened. That's true. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Let's assume it's the future. Or but for this, some reason, this planet embraces old well because like in star wars i mean it's a stuff. long long time ago but they have futuristic technology still true so because it's a different galaxy right? yeah different than ours it's it's a quite good possibility that, that what you're just seeing is just a fantasy world in general that actually has dabble in some sci-fi that's all that's the only reason why they can actually get these like crazy um slayers that come out of nowhere okay so they decide we're going to get married to fight off the Slayers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, do they know about the Slayers? Is there like some sort of mythical legend about there's this rock formation ship that will come and destroy his planets? See, I don't think they explained that part. <laughs> no, they didn't. No. Okay. Oh, real quick. For the listeners at home, Adam, you said most of your notes are questions. Yes, they are. What's they're not notes? They're not statements. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> had a lot of questions about the, this movie. This one thing about the movie is you have to watch it several times to get everything. Several times. I several. Hope, I hope you've watched it several times because I, I'm. I will have an answer for everything you say, it's, okay. unless they don't. Oh, explain I believe it. you'll have an answer. And I, except unless they don't, unless they don't explain well, it. No, no. Will I, it be I, an answer you want to hear? Yes. It, will the answer make sense? Probably not. But I, I, I'm sure I will get an answer. All right. Fair enough. All right. So they get an alliance to save the kingdom. Yes. Um, and then they get taken over yeah. by a couple slayers. Well, kind of. I mean, like that's how all you really have, see. How many? Did you show how many slayers came in? No. Okay. Anyway, a couple <laughs> slayers come in. A uh, minimum of uh, four, maximum of a hundred. Come, they wipe out the entire kingdom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, during the marriage, by yes. the way. Yes. Well, this is also a, a tactical advantage because usually at the wedding they don't have like weapons and stuff like that. Yeah. So no, that's the, a smart it, move. Yeah, this is a smart move by the aliens. Yes. Yes. All right. So now uh, the king uh, stays alive. There's an old man that appears. I, th- I, I keep on thinking his name like Nor- Nurm or, or something like that. Anyway, go on. I yeah. don't know. So he appears from where and uh, he just come up and be like, hey, uh, you're the king now. Yanir? The old one? Yeah, yeah, the Yanir. Yeah. Yanir? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So wait, where, where, did, where, where, where does he come from? And what he, he was hiding outside. It shows him kind of like he sees the guys coming to attack, and he's mm-hmm. kind of like, "Oh shit!" And he's hiding. Well, it's like it's like a like a mystic of some sort. It's not exactly part of the party for the two royal families, but the reason why he's there is because he has a sense of uh, understanding of what's going on, and that's the reason why he shows up there to see what's happened. And when he finds the the prince, that's when he starts ex- like healing him and like protecting him and telling him what's going on. Right. So, so the, pretty much the priest is he a priest? Let's just call him a priest call for the sake priest. of calling him a priest. Yeah, he goes up. Okay. He's like, "Hey, you're the king now. You got to do something. Uh, you got to go find the glaive." Yeah, the glaive, and that's that star weapon, right? Yeah, that's on the cover of the of the, yes. of the yes. movie. Yes, the glaive was probably the most interesting part of the movie when I was a kid. <laughs> when I was a kid. Oh, okay, thank you. Because <laughs> I mean, come on, I mean, that's what got me into like throwing ninja stars all over the place. Because like I always wanted one like that, and I actually got one. It was pretty cool, actually. Now, beside this being a uh, essentially a big ninja star, yeah. does it have any magical properties? Like, does it can it do yes. something? Well, it, besides the fact that it's, it pokes people, it um, <laughs> <laughs> it also um, it also can maneuver through the through like the through like at whatever through the air and stuff like that, based upon the will of whoever owns it. Yeah, okay. it's it's pretty much it starts it goes on autopilot almost once you throw it. Yeah, it's mm. like boomerang on acid. Okay, uh, yeah, with the crazy kevlar or something i don't know think of it like uh think of it like a ninja star with a magic yo-yo string oh okay <laughs> okay so it's not cool like the fifth element gun no 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 it's not that smart Th- this is but it's kind of interesting too because like the blades only pop out when certain when certain things are happening right so it just looks like a regular like uh almost like a starfish type yeah of thing yeah that he's a skinny starfish yeah and so any well First, he has to he has to get the glaive first. Yes. So the, he, I was about to ask because usually in these stories, the hero has to go get the weapon that kills the monster right. first. Yeah, so which he's like, he we does. gotta go. You gotta go get the glaive. He's like, but only one can wield the glaive. <laughs> and the guy's like, well, am I the one? He's like, I don't know. We'll see. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's based upon I mean, a pr- you are the king now. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. There's the only one left, really. So. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't hurt to try. Yeah, good night. <laughs> 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 So, you feel like the Bill Brooks movie all of a sudden. Yeah. So they set off on the quest to find the glaive. I was about to say, the beginning reminds me of Spaceballs. Yes. Like a, an arranged marriage, and then like uh, yeah. like Lone Star is this marriage. guy, right? The prince. Yeah. <laughs> marriage! <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. One, two, One, three, two, four, four five. five? That's the same number as my luggage. 
And then and then Rick Moranis and and, uh, and Colonel Sanders look at each other like, oh, because earlier they're like one, two, three, four, five. And only the idiot would use that number for their luggage or something. <laughs> so can we, just, can we just talk about spaceballs? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you haven't seen the movie yet, so you have to I know. suffer through this. I'm tracking this. it, and I'm reading the synopsis on okay. Wikipedia as I'm going around. Oh, my. Okay. okay. All right. So they set off to find the glaive, and uh, again, this is the whole thing. Only one man can wield the power, which yeah. is that's used, that's used way too often with everything. Of course, mm-hmm. but it's like a fantasy thing. That's usually the the, 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 tale, the telltale sign of like a fantasy. The only one can do this, the prophesized Messiah yeah. or something like that. I, I feel like, and I was thinking about this as I as I got upset with the whole premise of it. <laughs> Just like I feel like maybe it was a thing used to kind of give kids a feeling of you may not you may be like an outcast or you're not the best person on the planet but there's going to be something special about you that nobody else has that's mm. going to make you better than everybody else. I think that it could be the case. I mean, like the main thing about it is this: is that everyone is in- inherently special in one way or another, and I believe that th- by showing this in a different perspective gives kids the chance to think outside of the box, saying that you don't have to be cookie cutter to become special. Right. Okay. So anyway, they go off to get the glaive. <laughs> they, they, they get to like the cave or the whatever yeah. where the glaive is hidden. Yeah. And he's like, all right, you got to go in there and you got to get it. And he's like, uh, all right, well, if you're not the one, pretty much, you're going to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. If, if you're not the one, if you can't get it, you're not coming back. Yeah. All right. Now, the treachery, uh, the, <laughs> it leads me to believe this is going to be really hard to get to. The hardest thing was there were some falling rocks. There's yeah. some, some boulders falling. He had to like, oh, ah, yeah. dodge it. All yeah. right. Then he goes into the cave. He walks in. And there it is. Uh huh. Grabs it, picks it up. Now it's mine. Walks out. Yeah. Well, suppo- that's it. That's it. Yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no battle. There's no like puzzles. There's no Indiana Jones invisible pathway. I was about to say, is there an Indiana Jones like no. thing where it's a step on the J? And- no. Well, nothing. Well, you know how the whole idea about the sword in the water from King Arthur, the whole idea sword about. The Sword and Stone. Sword and Stone. Yeah. Well, actually, it's the Lady in the Water. Lady in the water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, the, the idea about it is, is whoever tr- is not only the chosen one can get it. Yeah, the rest of them get, actually get killed by it. Ah. So what? The rocks would have killed him if it wasn't him? No, no, no. The the actual gla- glaive would have killed him. Oh, the glaive. Yeah. Oh, right. I guess. Which even God damn. Is this like a <laughs> is this like a Judge Dread gun where only judges can hold it, or otherwise it yeah, blows the, up the your hand, cutting? or the blade? The blade well, sword, because the thing about it is, it 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 doesn't. It's not governed by like uh, the typical uh, idea of like uh, inertia and uh-huh. kinetic energy. Uh, it spins on its own. Okay. So basically, if what happens is if the, if you try to grab it or pull it, and you're not the one, basically it starts spinning and it slices you to bits and pieces and puts you in a pie and then cooks you. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it has an apron and everything technology. too. Technology. Wow. <laughs> so he goes in. He sees this. It looks like a like a starfish in, in yeah. the water. He reaches yeah. in, pulls it out, yeah. and then all, all the corrosion falls off of it. And you see this mm-hmm. ninja star. Yeah, it's, it's just a ninja star. Well, it's not really a ninja star. It's more like a starfish until it, it puts out its little pokey things. Fine. Yeah. So he comes out. He's like, "All right, hey, I got it." And he's about to throw. It. He's like, "No, don't use it now. You'll know when you need to use it." And like, how will I know? You'll know. See, all right. Yeah. So. Well, so he doesn't yield it. No, wield it until the very end. Until the very, very, very yeah. end. Wow. Well, the whole point about um, the way I see the, them portraying this part is because that's usually the storyline that usually you see in books. You know when to use it when it happens. At least those fantasy books. You know, it's not basically um, logic based run because it's if like you have this. This is this is a problem I have with everything, every weapon of any kind. If you have this weapon, yep, use it. 
Always. Don't just wait. Oh, I'm about to die. Now I'll use it. No, you would never got to the point where you're about to die had you been using it the entire time. That's what we always say in the movies. Yeah, like, if you everything. have the ability to do it, you use can. It. Like the ship that you said earlier, if it teleports, why not do it before? It? Right. Yeah. yeah. It, but the, there's like you could probably say that the reason why they have that problem is because of like schematics and like electrical issues or whatever else have you. They got to power onto the Death Star or something. I guess. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> All right. It has to. It has to charge. Probably right. So now it cuts back to the solar uh, energy. The cu- cuts back to the black fortress where the uh, the queen is now there, and th- there's a voice talking to the queen like, "Hey, you're gonna marry me. That's why I kidnapped you." She's like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts back to the regular guy. <laughs> like, all right, so just just so we know, I guess what the queen, what the purpose of the queen being kidnapped was. Yeah, because otherwise, why would they kidnap her? You know, I mean, they're going to destroy her and everything anyways. I mean, you know, so yeah. that makes sense. So now they need to find out where the black. Fortress, yes. the Black Fortress, by the way. Yeah, so they go to the Emerald Seer, right? Yeah. Well, they, they're like, all right. So now I got the I got the glaive. Now let's go to the Black Fortress. And the seer, the, the the priest guy's like, oh, I don't know where it is exactly. It keeps moving around. Yeah. Every, like, oh, every but you dawn. told me you told me you knew where it was. And he's like, Hey, you're the king. Have some courtesy. He's like, Oh, my bad. <laughs> all right. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I see no problem with this. It's just a weird scene. It's just, he yells at the old man. The old man says, hey, you've got to be nice because you're the king. He's like, oh, you're right. I apologize. Sorry. I was being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving uh, on. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is, is he's the prince beforehand. He doesn't actually have the, the the reign of the king beforehand, right? Right. Not to mention that he has nothing to lose now, too, because his entire like uh, royal family is gone. Right. And so all, all he has left to li- in life is to find his wife that he fell in love with an hour ago. And vengeance. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. And I guess. Yeah. Okay. Avenge the deaths of his father and everything. Sure. Uh, now, I, I, <laughs> on their journey, enter the comedic relief. Uh, the, the, there's like a rocket that flies through. It, lo- it looks like a, a flare that had been thrown. Is is what it looks like. Yeah. It lands in the water. 1983. And, okay, <laughs> 1983. Fine. Uh, it lands in the water and then it becomes a person. Which to me, he looks like he's trying to be brave, Sir Robin. Uh-huh. That's like, he's got. He's 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 a, uh, he's a mage who's an idiot. Yes. That's that's his, and the whole purpose of him being there is just to be funny. Wow. I mean. He, he, not really. I mean, you see him in the end of the movie, what he does. Yeah. Well, he, he comes out. He, the rocket lands in the water. He comes out. He's like, help, I'm drowning. And then he stands up. He's like in two feet of water. Yeah. And he looks at the king. He's like, hey, you dick. I could have been drowning. If I was quicksand, I would have been dead. You were just standing there the whole time. Yeah. It's just being, he's just like, he's being over the top. He's trying to be funny. It's weird. Like, oh, I'm going to turn you into a, I'm going to turn you into a very ugly goose for that. He look, he pulls out his flashcards. <laughs> L- literally, he pulls out flashcards to yeah. find out where the spell is. Oh, here's the spell. Turned himself into a goose. Yeah. Like, ah, right. This guy's an idiot. Yeah. And like, well, this would have been you if I was angrier. I feel like what this, I feel like what this is supposed (laughs) to do is supposed to give you comedic relief and also instigate the fact that there's going to be magic evolved. Because so far. I think we get the magic part. Really? How did you figure that out? Well, the stormtroopers are shooting lasers out of their swords. That doesn't mean it's like a magic or not. That just means it could be like, like a, like a, a lightsaber. There's a prophecy of a one that can wield a weapon. Yeah. So these, same. These are all things in magic. It's, a, it's the same thing as in uh, sci-fi, right? Where magic is involved. Well, Star Wars didn't have any magic. Yeah. The Force is magic, bro. It's metachlorians. <laughs> explained. It's not. It's not really. It's oh, magic. get out of here! Come, Come on. How dare you? <laughs> in the first Star Wars, when Vader is in that conference room with all the other generals on the Death Star, 
That one snooty little guy's like, oh, your old ways of the Force, your old sorcerer ways are nothing compared to this space station, Darth Vader. That's when he starts choking him out. Yeah. And then Grand Moff Tarkin puts him in his place, and he goes, yeah. as you wish. Boom. All right. So there is some sort of magic. It's yeah. I, I Telekinesis. Like, sure. sure. <laughs> All right. So uh, Brave Sir Robin comes in, and they're like, "All right, he's gonna. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna. I don't need. I'm not gonna follow you guys. You guys are idiots." And he goes off. He takes two steps into the forest, and he freaks out because uh, from some wind in the trees. Yeah, he's like, "Ah, oh, I just remembered. I have very urgent uh, business in this direction." Yeah, and the guy's like, "What business is that? Staying alive." <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Comedic relief. It makes yeah. sense. He made you laugh, didn't he? Yeah, but it was more like a shake my head, face in my palms, laughing. Yeah, well, I think that's the whole point. I mean, like that's what probably the main character would have done too if he saw that in real life. <laughs> uh, actually, in the movie too, probably do the same thing. He just didn't see it. So okay, so now they're trying to get to the seer now. They're they're, yeah. they're back on their their other path now. Yeah. They now have this comedic guy in in tow. Yeah. And uh, they go through this little valley where there's people hiding in the background. Thieves. Yeah. Well, he's like, there's thieves there. He's like, well. And the, the king's like, you don't know if they're thieves. They're people for sure, but we'll find out if they're... Hey, give me your horse. Thieves they are. <laughs> thieves it is. Uh, by the way, these thieves, um, I don't know if you noticed. I, I picked up on the way. The, the, the clothes that they're wearing is yeah. very similar to the, um, the the thieves gear in Skyrim. Oh, yeah. The, yeah it's yeah, like, yeah. like leather with, with like studs yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's very similar. Like, hey, that's yeah. kind of cool. But <laughs> that's as far as that went. Okay. Uh, enter the thieves, and uh, you find out in the thieves there's uh, Liam Neeson, yeah, one of the thieves. There's also uh, the guy, the uh, Matsui. What's his name? Robbie Coltrane. He's one of the thieves. Oh, he's a uh, Matsui. He's also in Double uh, Seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hagrid. Yeah, mm-hmm. from uh, from Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Was he? I'm, I forget. There's another guy that looks a lot like him in the. I think uh, in uh, television or movies. Was he also in uh, From Hell? Uh, the Johnny Depp movie. Yes. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But it was weird because he looks like a Hispanic dude. He, he, he looks <laughs> yeah. like a Hispanic guy in this, and I was afraid like he looks familiar. And it, 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 I thought Matsui from Motion's Eleven yeah. right away. Uh, then I looked it up. Oh, also Hagrid, and also from Double yeah. Seven. Fantastic, yeah. and Liam Neeson as well, which was weird. Yeah. Uh, and then like, uh, hey, so you guys are desperate people, right? You're thieves. You're all wearing shackles or whatever because they <laughs> escape from prison. Uh-huh. Like, so you're desperate. Great. Those are the kind of men I want for my army. Like, what? What, what, what are you king? Yeah, it turns out I'm king. All right. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we don't take orders from anybody. Uh-huh. Uh, but he ends up convincing him anyway to join me because I'll give you fame and fortune. Yeah. I'm like, all right, we're thieves. We'll do that. Okay. So, what's your question? No, they just they just join up just like that. <laughs> you don't really have that many questions right now, do you? No, they came. They, they tried to rob the dude. <laughs> They're like, wait, instead of robbing us, why don't you join me? Okay. It's not that quick. You said they actually have to. They um, okay, okay. They had a, a two minute conversation. You're right. It, yeah. was, it wasn't just that quick. But it was, that was that was a very. It was too easy. Too easy. He, 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 so yeah. This is this is like uh, at this point he's Robin Hood trying to recruit, recruit merry men. That's what's happening. Why merry men? Because that's Robin, Cause Hood's Robin Hood and his merry men. Oh, that's where you're going with. Yeah. Okay. So he, he's recruited his 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 merry, his merry men now, and now they're all part of the same thing. All right. All right, so they join the army. He's, see, the one thing, I'm, the one thing I, I understand, I feel like this movie lacks, is an an extra hour worth of like information. Oh, oh Adam. Oh, well, Adam. Well, in, in a very weird way, this movie would have been better served if it was split up over a trilogy. Yes, because, I understand. Because yeah. everything was just, hey, here's a problem. I got a solution. Good. Moving on. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Because um, I need an army. Hey, there's some thieves. Army, good. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. Because uh, the thing about it is, is actually people are actually talking about making this movie into a remake. Actually. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah. No. Yes. No. They yes. can't. Yes. They can't. Yes. Not after Lord of the Rings. Why not? Because this 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 is what Lord of the Rings did better. <laughs> it's like this is a movie. Like, hey, we're trying to do a movie that's kind of like this. Lord of the Rings, is like, I got it covered. You sit down, curl. That's cute. That's very cute. Uh, I'll well, take over from here. Well, this is also possible. But like, remember how back in, when this movie was originally made, that Lord of the Rings um, actually did try to make a movie out of it already. Is that right? Yes. Uh, I think also The Hobbit. It was a cartoon. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. animated yeah. movie. Yeah, right. because they didn't feel like they could actually create the world that they were wanted to now this movie was from 83 so um, maybe it came first for a lot of things but it feels like it's ripping off a lot of different things it well it didn't come first for star wars star wars came in the okay. 70s so it's ripping off star wars yeah it's ripping off star wars robin hood's a legend from a long time ago ripping off robin hood <laughs> and and also um uh lord of the rings is a book already at the time Knights i assume the, also yes. Knights of the Nine it was written well. in the Knights 20s the all right ripping off lord yeah. of the rings and Knights of the round table <laughs> also ripping it off okay yeah. all right so this is pick and choosing pieces from a bunch of movies. Yes. Jamming it together. Yes. But making it like a 90 minute movie. Yes. <laughs> or, so, yes. Or, or however long it Two is. Two hours. Two hours. Fine. Yeah. Well, think about it this way. I mean, like you get everything you wanted out of it when you were a kid at that time. No, you don't. Time. You get cheated versions of everything. <laughs> everything is a ripoff now. This is, this is like watching. Uh, Are you serious? This is the first time I've actually seen a Cyclops in any movie ever. And that was shitty. Clash man. of the Titans. It wasn't that. Clash of Titan, no, the original what? from the eighties oh, has a has a Cyclops. Fine. All right, I didn't even know about that one. Well, no, a lot of a lot of different movies have Cyclops. It's just this movie actually reminds me of that style of yeah. shooting yeah. of the film, like stop motion, um, just the overall look of like uh, Ben Hur from what I've stuff, seen. Yeah. Yeah, not nah, that's too old, but like the, the like if you watch the Clash of Titans from the eighties and then you watch this movie, Dune, they look very similar. Dune is a good another good example. They look very similar. In, right. in, <laughs> I didn't see any of those. Okay, well, <laughs> well, another reason why I'm doing this is because to open your mind to other things that you haven't seen in your life. Oh, to make me appreciate the good things in life. No, Ooh, just like watching I, the bad. No, no, no. Well, yes, that too. <laughs> now that I think about it, yes. All right. So the merry men join up and they're like, "Oh, cool. We're all one big happy family now." Well, that's yes. The basically the <laughs> well, the, the group of thieves, yeah, they're like of, of course thieves, but they they seem to have some sort of sense of uh, code of conduct at least. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh th- now they get to the the emerald seer. Yes. Uh which is blind, by the way. Yes. He's he's a seer because he's blind. No, he's just blind for, he's just right. blind, but Whatever. he's also a seer. By the way, the the way they portray blind in this movie Hollywood, yeah. uh his eyes are closed the entire time. <laughs> yeah, they're not bandaged no. or wounded, nope. or they're just they're just shut. It's <laughs> not like he opens his eyes and they're just white, like like, like cont- cataracts or something. Yeah, like contacts that they don't have at the nope. time. It's just, it's just eyes are closed. That's all. Okay, cool. It does actually. For, for when I was a kid, that actually made me a little bit more creeped out from it. Actually, because his eyes were always closed, you didn't know what was underneath them. Right. Nothing. Okay. Uh, so they, they get, they get to the seer, they walk through the wall to get into the cave. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's emeralds on the walls and things and everything is green. Uh, I think he's wearing a green tunic or something even. And they're like, hey, uh, we need rope. your help. Yeah, rope. Like, hey, I recognize that voice from that person over there. We used to be friends, right? Yeah, hey, the old guy, the priest, they know each other. All right, cool. What do you need? I need a vision to see this thing. All right, hold on. Uh, <laughs> then the emerald starts floating. He gets a vision. Hey, there's the black, uh, there's the black fortress. Fortress. How is it so hard for you to remember that name? Because it shouldn't be black. <laughs> should be dark. Should be brown fort, the dark fortress, or just a fortress, fortress well, of rocketude. 
what if it's possible that the movie was actually translated from a different language and the black and dark were actually similar? Similar. Then the person sh- in charge of translation should say that doesn't work in this case. <laughs> True, but I don't think he was in charge of that at the time. I think he was in charge of just copying it down. Okay. All right. So the, no, it's, that's not a good excuse. Well, that's on. not a victory for you, man. All right. <laughs> I'm just moving on because, like, like the movie, I'm just trying to move on forward with the plot. Fair now, enough. As quickly as possible. <laughs> Uh, so the fort, the, the vision of the seer, like, oh, there's the fortress, and then this hand comes up and crushes the the emerald, which is making the illusion, which is which it turns out it's the leader of the black fortress. Do we? Is there a name for this guy? The beast. The beast. Yeah. Okay. Bad names, I know. All right. So the the, the beast uh, shatters the vision. He's like, oh no, yeah. he he got through and he's wrecking my vision. <laughs> All right, I got an idea. Uh, there's one place where he cannot reach me. So if we go to that place and try the vision again, then we can see it clearly. Yeah. Great. Why don't you live there? <laughs> because this happened to Matt. They just showed up in a matter of weeks. Remember? No, no. Why doesn't the seer live in a place that cannot be reached by other people? Maybe it's because it's harder for him to live. He's blind. He's got a little servant boy. Exactly. He can live anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> The whole point about it is, okay, let's say, what if you wanted to get his, like, favorite chimichanga from down the street? <laughs> uh, that's, that, I'm just putting in reference, but basically, it might have been, it might be more difficult to live a life that As way. I said earlier, I will get answers, uh, <laughs> but the answers will be unsatisfactory. <laughs> These are fully satisfactory. <laughs> this one is specifically, because what if, what if the places that he wants to live or has to live to be safest is not the most ideal for living in general? Like, let's say, would you live in a desert with no water if it was just safe from people to shoot you? He's a seer. Yeah. If somebody's coming to fuck with him, he could be like, oh, wait, I see you coming. Well, he has to enable the ability. That's why he has that crystal ball and never else have you to do so. Right. So that means he has to actually think about doing it before he actually seeing anything. Right. Which means it's not precognitive, which means that he doesn't actually see it happening before no, he thinks about it. So you're saying in his very busy day of sitting in the cave, he's not going to just be looking in the future and, and things. What if he's taking a crap? For 24 hours? Or eating? <laughs> Again, 24 hours. They're sleeping. All right. These are all necessities of what every... What are you going to do as a blind seer in a cave? Besides, you're going to eat, you're going to sleep, and, and you can, you're, you're going to crap. You can read Braille. Okay. Fine. Yeah, sounds are still not uh, inherently like oblivious to you. You can too. look in the future at any point of the day and find out what's going to happen that day. True, but you might Wake have to... Wake up in the morning. Is what's happening today. Am I going to be in danger? No, this okay. Is not, I'm going to eat my chimichanga. I don't think it's like a... <laughs> I don't think it's like a forecast, man. It's actually at the pinpoint where you want to look for. Uh, this cave, right now, where I am, for danger. That's what I'm pinpointing on. Every day. Every day. What if it like takes a lot of toll on it? What if the guy's actually like 12 years old? And they actually, <laughs> actually having uh, has, visions you know, actually makes him older. It has another priest already. Because the priest probably Boo. was brought him here. Boo. All right. <laughs> so anyway, you're like, all right, I guess we got to go to the new place. Okay. All right. Everybody, merry men, Cyclops. Huzzah. Or not the Cyclops yet. Not yet. Cyclops shows up now. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're traveling with the seer and a little boy. Mm-hmm. By the way, how does a little boy, where does he come from? Why is he there? You, just, you explained that earlier. To help him out. Yeah. Where did he get him? Well, who like he could be like for, uh, given to him as a slave, or he could have been um, promised to him from a friend, or he's basically helping each other out. Who knows? Ah, it's, it's not. It's not. Not need to be explained. Okay. 
He's just by himself in a cave, very far away from everybody. Yeah, a and blind. Then, yeah, boy. well, he just explained it. Like, if he needed help, that's what the boy's there for. And then, what if it's like chicken or egg, dude? I mean, like, so did he, he steal the boy? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not part of the movie. It doesn't he matter. In the future, there's gonna be a boy walking down this way. I'll grab him real quick. Well, that's not part of the movie. It doesn't matter. There's nothing that's a part of the movie. There's there, <laughs> what? There, so many things need to be part of this movie. That's why I say it needs another whole hour of this movie. It needs to just be like, this is full of plot holes, bro. You can't make this movie. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on their way to this new place. I feel like the kid doesn't have to have the plot hole. It's just to be there explained right there. He's like, Fine. he helps me out. Done. Okay. Fantastic. I don't know why there's a little kid hanging out with an old man. It's not It's not like now, dude. It's different back then. I'm, uh, yeah. No, things were worse back then. No, they weren't. Uh, right. I so know anyway. penicillin wasn't part of the issue, but still. <laughs> On their way to this new place, yeah. um, a slayer appears. Yes. And then gets taken out with a trident. Yes. Or something, which is we find out is a choice a weapon of choice for the Cyclops. Yes. Uh, it's not a trident, actually, but it is a spear of some sort. Yeah. It's a spear. Okay. It's it's a two-dent? Uh, it's not. It's kind of. It's, there's not three spears on it. It's, there's oh, just two of them. Okay. I thought there was, I thought there was three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, basically some sort of like a chopper or something like that. Yeah. Go on. Just... You know those toothpicks that you can get? There's like has the floss on the middle. <laughs> yeah. Of it? Yeah, like that. It's like if you take the floss out. That's what he's throwing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. A spork. All right. So he he takes out and uh it, it like grazes by brave Sir Robin, which proceeds to faint. Yeah. Uh, because the spear goes. Oh, this spear. Yeah. Oh, because I'm just I'm so clumsy and weird and, and funny. He, he doesn't do well with fighting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm great. He, by the way, his name. What's, what's his name? It's like uh, it's hard to explain. He's, he's like let's just call him. Let's just call him Tim. All right, Tim. <laughs> Tim sounds fine. But he calls himself uh, Tim the Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, uh, short in stature, tall in power. Yeah. Narrow of uh, narrow in purpose, <laughs> but wide in vision. Yeah. That's how. That's how. That's how he. That's how he introduced himself. Yeah. To everybody. He is over the top. Right. I, that's something that I thought was part of this show. Right. No, it's part of him trying to be funny. That's part no, of like, uh, hey, yeah. That's why I chose but this movie. Also, but also, like, great in, in dumbassedness. Yeah. That should have been the last tagline there. He, he just he doesn't understand that he's actually not as good as he thinks he is. That's all. No, he's real bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then they find out a little uh, exposition about the Cyclops, because that's important. Uh, the, uh, the Cyclops... <laughs> <laughs> the Cyclops hates the Slayers because they made a deal with the Slayers. Yeah. Uh, they used to have, they used to be regular people, like you and me, two eyes. They made a deal, hey, I'll trade you one of my eyes to be able to see into the future. All they can see is their deaths. Right. Slayer's like, ah. Oh, that's, that's pretty clever. Yeah. So the, so the Slayers, they fucked them over, like, yeah, give me your eye. You got one eye now. I'll move it to the center of your face. I don't know why. Could be fun. Could be fun. <laughs> uh, but now all they can see in, in the future is when they're gonna die. They're aerodynamic. Right. So that's, so they hate the Slayers. They're pissed off. Yeah. So that's why Slayer popped up. Cyclops kills him. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, there you go. Okay. So have the Slayers always been on this planet? Or no. do they only show up when that Black Fortress They only arrives? show up when the Black Fortress. So so the Black Fortress and the Beast have invaded in the past? Yes. That's how they know about it. I, okay. I guess. They have, they have history with the Cyclops. Okay. Yeah. So they, I guess they have been on this planet before. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. know why they didn't take it over then. They probably did. And then they just left it. Hmm. That actually makes sense. <laughs> Uh-oh. Weirdly enough. Uh-oh. What? Is that a point for Maestro? No, no, that's speculation. That's purely speculation. <laughs> there's nothing in the story to indicate that. Well, there's a lot of. This is Maestro improving the movie. <laughs> that's what's happening. <laughs> that's all I do. So anyway, the Cyclops is like, hey, he ends up coming out like, "Hey guys, <laughs> like, oh, it's a Cyclops. He tried to kill me. Now he tried to save you. All right, sorry about that. You want to join us? Okay." 
Well, it wasn't that easy, of course. <laughs> it was that easy. No, it wasn't that easy. Yes, yeah, the Cyclops, he's a very good-natured Cyclops. Yes. To regular people. Yeah. He looks weird and creepy and scary, but he's like, hey, guys. No, I'm your friend. Uh... Uh, Tim, the, uh, the wonderful. He's like, are you making fun of me? That, well, that's what he says his name is. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Okay. They're like, oh, no, I'm your friend. I've been following you this entire time to make sure you get to your place. All right. Let me join you guys. Cool. All right. Let's go. Everybody. Everybody on the board now. And not only on board. They're on board those horses of speed. And no, not, that's, that's later. Yeah, I know. But they're okay. coming in. Yeah. So that, now, now they're walking, just like hanging out. Oh, no. There's quicksand. Because quicksand needs to be in every movie of this yes. kind. <laughs> what? What? And they all start thinking like, "Oh crap!" And they're all they're pulling every, everyone, trying to pull everybody else out. One yeah. guy ends up dying. Yeah. Oh, shucks. Yeah. While this is all happening, uh, this other thing, this other creature of some kind, takes the exact same form as the seer, and then kills the seer. Yeah. So the seer's dead. Doppelganger. Stop. Is that what they call it? They they call it something that sounds like mimic or something that sounds like. Uh, shapeshifter person i just figured that because that's the only one i can remember all right whatever so he's like all right he just he just ends up taking over for the seer and like all right let's move on guys now that and then what happens when he opens his eyes yeah so the, oh, but the, yeah the way you can tell this is the bad seer because he opens his eyes and it's all black and that's really creepy right yeah yeah they should call him the black seer that would make sense you see well basically it's not really because he's <laughs> taking over the body of something temporarily right. yeah no, i'm just so. saying the correct usage of black Okay. Oh, so, anyway. I see where you're going there. <laughs> so that it gets to a certain point, like, all right, we've got we're, where we need to be now. The seer's like, all right, only I can go forward with one person, the man of purpose. So they go forward, and the seer tries to kill him. And uh, the Cyclops, by the way, he throws his trident again <laughs> and kills the seer. Like, yeah. how did you know that that seer was a bad seer? I, well, I found the other guy's corpse in the sand. Oh, in, right. the, in the quicksand? Yeah, in the quicksand. Because but the body didn't sink? No, well, the thing about it is, is with the quicksand, <laughs> it I guess it's like different in that world because oh, okay. what it does is after it... Like, it like, spits you back up? Yeah. This quicksand only eats live people. Oh, okay. And spits out dead people, I guess. <laughs> so um, what about the guy that died earlier? Where's his... Where's his <laughs> did he pop up also? Uh, I feel like that's not explained because they it's not important. If it's important enough for the seer to pop up. Well, because the seer's still alive, supposedly. No, he's dead, bro. Exactly. But the, the fake seer's there, and they think he's still alive. Right. So the but whole then, point of it is... But in the meantime, the fake seer, or the real seer, it pops up out of the quicksand. It's like, oh shit, he's dead. Oh. But why is he over there? Huh? Tried it. Yeah. <laughs> it's very logical. This quicksand is horrible quicksand. Yes. It is really bad. The effects on this quicksand is, is just disgusting. See, I'm I'm starting to wonder, actually, because, I, you know, the purposes of quicksand, the reason why people actually get sucked down is because, like, air pockets uh, suck them in as they, they as basically as the sand uh, covers in as the bubbles of air pockets. Can, like, this explode. is like a marsh. Yeah. It's like water with, with a layer of sand on top of it. Is yeah, it, yeah. But they're not getting wet somehow. It's it's very... This is this is the worst quicksand I've ever seen in my entire well, life. Well, this is also in a different world. Do you remember how they have that kind of like stuff that you can spray on your clothes and not get wet? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? That just means that the chemical compound exists. That means it could possibly happen there too. All right. Anyway, so the seer's dead. And I'm like, oh, crap, now what? The priest, hey, there's somebody else that can help us. Mm-hmm. There's only one other option. There's, a, there's always only one other option. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only one that can do this. Great. All right. We got the Emerald guy. He's the only guy that can help us find the fortress. He's dead. Oh, there's only one other person that can help us. We got to order the witch. Yeah. The witch, the witch that kills everybody. No, the, the bad the, witch. The widow, actually. Yeah, the widow witch, yeah. whatever. Well, it's um, it could also be because um, that's all they know. 
I mean, for instance, the seer knows only this could be the capability. Then the, the priest next- is the guy who said go to the seer. Yeah, and then he also said, "Oh, that didn't work out. How about this other one person?" See, I don't know the explanation of that one. Okay, very good. All right, so he goes basically to this um place where it's spider webs all over the place, and um yeah, only me though, only only me, the priest, can go into this cave. Everyone yeah. else, hang out over here, because I know this witch's real name, and that's going to keep me safe. The well, the reason why you know the reason why, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. Go ahead. So, well, <laughs> the reason why is because this witch is actually a cursed widow of the of the of the priest. No, no, not a widow, because the priest isn't dead. Well, because they, well, no, the priest is not dead. But no, the reason so she why can't be a widow. The, they, they say that because like the black widow get it, you know. Oh, a black widow? They're calling her? No, she's using black again. Ugh. <laughs> well, they there was a death in the family which caused there to, to yes. be fall apart. There was the son. From from my understanding, they were together. Yes. Uh, the priest and this girl. Yes. Uh, which I guess we can't call them priest then if she's with somebody. Well, different Whatever. different worlds. Okay, sure. Uh, I guess they break up. He he just splits. Um. Well, he splits because of the death of the son. No, no, no. He didn't know about the son. What? The way the way it's explained is like he took off. He's like, ah, oh, he left, and then she was pregnant. He's like, you never told me you were pregnant. He's like, oh, well, I didn't. I hated you. I didn't want you, and I killed the son because I was so mad at you, and I had to kill something, but it wasn't. You and you weren't around, so I killed the son. I got cursed for it, and now I'm cursed to, to be in this uh, black widow den. Yeah, huh? Missed that. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> so he gets into the cave and he's like, "Oh, I need your help now. I still love you. I forgive you. I oh, well, I never forgave myself, so I forgive you for killing our son, even though I didn't know I had a son." It's like, or, "Are we cool? Yeah, cool. Can I get a favor?" <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is a great movie now. <laughs> no, it's moving way too quick. All this is happening like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> no, but this like... But isn't that good for you, Adam? Yeah. No. <laughs> well, I feel like this movie, when it was scared me as a child, now makes me laugh because Adam's replaying it. Scary? What was scary? Oh, that Slayers, I guess, could be scary to a kid. This giant spider could be scary to a kid. Keep on going. And uh, the Beast. The, the Beast is scary. This, Fine. The fact All of which you see for a total of five minutes. Be- no, no. I mean, like, different sections. I mean, like, the seer, when he o- eyes open, being all black, scary, and like that. That could be a Oh, damn. That thing looks freaky. See? <laughs> the- I-, I Google searched it. Yeah. All- the the Beast. The Beast. Okay. That's yeah. at the very end. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, not just the very end, but, like, certain parts, too. Yeah. yeah you just hear his voice. Yeah. See his eyeball and whatever. <laughs> so, the widow's like, all right. Or the, the witch. Uh, I'm, I'm getting exhausted. Uh, all right. I, if, if, oh, I know where the fortress is. It's going to be over there uh, yeah. tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. And then it'll disappear again. Yeah. Like, all right. I got to go back out to tell the, the crew. You can never leave. What? Why can't I leave? I don't know. Because the Sam says you can't leave. Well, that's basically what's keeping <laughs> her alive. Okay. So basically what she does is she gives him the sand because he's there's an hourglass please please explain this part because it doesn't make sense to me (laughs) that's the whole point about being cursed in that place is we can't never leave you leave you die okay the sand is the only thing to keep you alive and that's the reason why she's still alive right the sand inside is hourglass yes so basically the hourglass is empty Mm -hmm. on the top all the sand is already in the bottom yes so that means your time is up no no it's just the sand in general why is it inside of an hourglass then so you hold it there I don't know (laughs) I mean, the whole, I guess the whole idea is like to, um, is just, but basically to hold time in general, stop. It's symbolism, basically. So her whole thing is take this sand, mm-hmm. uh, but because, symbolism. because now you're in the pit, this sand is also your life. Yes. 
but I'm going to give my life so that you can save the other queen's life. Mm-hmm. But once you drop the sand, you're dead. Yes. <laughs> this makes sense to you. Why? Yeah, it makes sense. Why? It's, it's just, this is a very... It's, 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 it's self-explanatory. The thing is, it's part of a curse. It's magical. And basically, um, basically, they share the same life that's connected with the sand. You drop the sand, you die. Why is she dead? Because she doesn't have this anymore. She gave it to him. She let go of the sand. Right. <laughs> so she made the sand control his life by giving up her life. She no. She what? She he left with the sand. The sand holds the power to his life. Right. She left since he left with the sand. The sand is no longer with her. She dies. All right. I think it's like a traveling curse. Right. Is that is that where I'm precisely? Getting? All right. I curse you with this phone. You pass the phone to someone else, and because now that power is no longer in you, oh, it takes your life. It's Rumpelstiltskin's spear or dagger. Yeah. Or that movie with, where you have to have sex in order to like, move it follows. Past, yeah, it follows. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. What movie? Yeah, it's is a that? horror movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a horror movie. You have to have sex with someone and pass the curse. The, the curse to the. It's pretty much a STD uh, oh my analogy. Yeah. yeah. Basically, what happens is if you do not pass the curse to someone else through sex, then the curse follows you and kills you mm-hmm. and then goes back up the line until it kills the originator. So you have to constantly pass it off to a different person. It's in order to survive. All right. So just hit up a college. <laughs> Go to ASU or something. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't think that's a, that's where they were planning on going with that movie. I think that's the reason why they didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. right. Another horrible movie, I'm sure. Yep. Actually, no, no it's, it's really good. good actually, yeah. A lot of yeah. horror movie websites had it as their best movie of the year. It's one. Oh. That, it's it's relatively really creepy. But then Grabbers was on a lot of horror websites, top ten. So all right, because it's a good movie. <laughs> so all the websites are now null and void as far as legitimacy. What? Just because? What? Yes, because Grabbers. Grabbers. Grabbers was a great movie. No, it was not. You liked Avatar: The Last Airbender. True. Your your opinions are void too. All right, uh, fair enough. <laughs> all right. So the guy gets out. He the the he throws the sand at the spider and he, the spider's like, ah, I can't see you now. <laughs> and, and then he gets out and, and he's got a little bit of sand left in his hand. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you got to go over there to that iron place with a the place with the guys. Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> the sand is falling out of my hand. Yeah, and My time is done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Now we have a new problem. <laughs> I get there in time. It's a thousand miles away. Sure. Cyclops, I got a solution. <laughs> He's got another solution. Oh, here's the problem. Let's solve it real quick. (laughs) There's these horses, these magical fire-riding horses. Mm -hmm. They can get there a thousand miles in a day. Perfect. Let's get those horses. Okay. What's the problem? All right. Uh, These horses can travel a thousand miles in a day. Yes. Super fast. Yes. Uh, They're going to catch them. What? They're going to catch these horses. (laughs) Yes. Uh, with some string? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. These horses are just running around in the wild. Mm-hmm. At normal speed, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Normal speed running around. Mm-hmm. And they manage to lure them into a dead end of a area. Yeah. Like, oh, they can't run anywhere. Yeah. Now get them with the, get them with the cables. Get them with the ropes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they, just, they catch them. R- super easy. Yeah. Way too easy. Yeah. Well, you know the anatomy of horses, right? You can't actually have them turn on a dime. Right. So basically, in order to pick up that kind of speed, they have to continuously go in a straight line for a while. 
Right. So then that be the case, in order to pick up that kind of speed that they have for the fire, the like go all over the place and go super fast, it takes time and a distance amount of straight of eighty eight miles an hour. Oh, I see. Oh. Back home. Back home. I just have a problem with them trapping the horses in the first place. Fair enough. I mean, like, it's understandable, but the point about it is, is it, at that point, without them with a straightaway, that's pretty much their normal horses. Then why are the horses riding around places where there's so many curves? They're, they didn't say they were smart horses. Oh. <laughs> I mean, like, think about it this way, man. I mean, like, when was the last time you heard, like, a, like a really smart horse? Uh, Ed? The talking horse <laughs> from the 50s? Yeah. Or 60s? Epona, Link's horse from Zelda. Oh, the video game, the electronic horse, yes. The only two horses that you can choose are the ones that are fake are fake voiced by an, an actual human being. Uh, I believe Pokey. Pokey. Uh, Gumby's. Uh... Uh, another, <laughs> another fake horse, yes. I mean, like, first you got Mr. Ed, which basically the only reason why he's actually talking is because he put peanut butter in the, the, under the gums. And then the... The ep, 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 epina, ep, epina, epina? Yeah, epina. Epona, epona. Epona. Yeah. The horse that doesn't ever exist in actual 3D. Okay. And Gumby, the one that probably isn't really a horse by uh, manufacturer status. Uh, Frost. What's Frost? Frost is the name of a horse in Skyrim that uh, helped me defeat a couple dragons. <laughs> a video game horse? Video game horse. It doesn't really actually set foot on well, 3D. No. Skyrim, I think, falls in line with this world. Nope. Yes. Magic and horses and knights and shooting lasers and... Things and also gravity. Sp- uh, Seinfeld has a bit on. I'm telling you for the last time about horses, about betting on the horses. He goes, "I got to bet on this idiot." Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where he says, yeah. "What do the horses think when they come back for the stable?" <laughs> I came first. Yeah. I came second. I came third. He yeah. goes, "No, I think they're thinking oat bag. Yeah, I, I got my oat bag, bag now. Oat, oat bag time, time for me." <laughs> I rest my case. You haven't, you know, no smart horses. Anyway, they get these horses. <laughs> yeah, they start riding them, and uh, they're riding them through the. They're riding them for quite a while, just normal speed, and then they start picking up speed. Their hooves, I guess, catch on fire as they're going, and then there's an ET moment where they <laughs> jump off of a ledge. And now the horses are running Airborne. in the air. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see well, what came first, this or ET. <laughs> I think ET I'll look came first. I'll look it up. I think ET came first. I think. See, and th- this is the thing. E.T. did come first in yeah. 1982. Oh, another yeah. thing One that they uh, <laughs> just straight ripped off, huh? Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> this this movie is... Oh, man. This is like a fake Gucci bag is what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so these horses, they can run around on air. Why bother running around on the floor? Because, like I said... They got to pick speed up, right? Yeah. You need to pick up speed in order to create that kind of heat in order to levitate. <laughs> just like a, just, just like a, just like a, a Zeppelin. Okay. Another, another another thing. If these horses are in fact so easy to capture, why don't they already have them? I don't understand. In in regular life, why why have regular horses when these horses exist? Well, you, the uh, the cyclops actually did have to explain what they were. Remember, so technically they had no idea what they were to begin with. So why isn't the cyclops riding a horse around? Because he doesn't need to. Why? What? <laughs> What's the purpose of him having a horse? You like have a horse that? that flies. Of course, you want to use that horse. That you have to feed. That you have to take care of. These horses are in the wild. They're doing just fine. Yeah. Then why would you want to keep them around? Unless, of course, you need them at that point. 
I mean, you, if you keep one as a pet or as a riding horse, start a traveling service <laughs> in which you make lots of money for getting people from all over the world really fast. Yes, uh, a, a nice cyclops that actually f- put fear into every other human's m- minds says like, oh, "I'm going to tra- make a traveling." This is how you turn the tide of what people think of cyclops. They're by, by starting by, by by making this the is business. Their P- this is their PR move. Yes, this is their P- exactly <laughs> to get good PR. Oh, uh, all right. So, oh, but before they uh, they take off though, mm-hmm. uh, the cy- the cyclops can't come with him. Mm-hmm. He just he, the cyclops says, "I'm going to hang out over here because it's my it's my time to die." Basically, what happens is if he doesn't say stay the stay at the place where he's supposed to die, he ends up dying a horrible death, worse than what a natural death, let's say. Could yeah, be. The, the the kid says that the cyclops has to stay here because he's foreseen his death here. If he were to go against fate, it w- he would cause him a lot of pain. Yeah. Hmm. So that's the whole reason. So the Cyclops can he change his fate? Um, Do they explain what happens if he attempts to? Since he knows the outcome. No, they just say he's going to suffer a lot of pain. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's what at, at, at this point, I'm like, fuck it. I'd rather die going down helping these guys out than die over here where the horses used to be. Just a bunch of fire on the floor from where they used to run away. Well, basically, what he's trying to say is that um, if he were to stay there, he could live out longer. Would you rather live or would you rather die? That's basically what they're trying to say. Well, if the Slayers are trying to take over the world and I really hate the Slayers, I'm going to go give it to them. <laughs> Which explains <laughs> what happens later. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Cyclops goes back. <laughs> <laughs> they get they get to the fortress and they're they're getting their asses kicked by these uh, Slayers. Slayers. Although nobody's died yet. Well, the people have died left and right here. I mean, now, like, once they get inside, yeah. But up yeah. to this point, nobody's dead. Well, the seers died. The other guy, the other the other guy died earlier. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Of the thieves, of the merry men haven't died. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. Well, I'm just saying that it's not entirely accurate. I mean, like they did. A couple people did die already. So in the fortress, a lot of people die. Yes. Yeah. Oh, also, I, also by I, the way, I forgot to mention yes. these horses, these wild horses. Yes. Very quickly and very easily take direction to go exactly where they these humans want them to go. Yes. Okay. Well, that's how they, you do the whole thing with the bit in the mouth and stuff like that and the rope. Sure. Because basically the horses go based upon where their head leads them. Right. So that's how that's how you ride horses to begin with. In which direction do you have to pull the, uh, the thing in the mouth to tell them to go faster and start flying? You don't. You, you kick, kick them. them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I knew that. I missed the horse class. <laughs> <laughs> so the that was way- scary. We both said that at the same time. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Uh-huh. Have you entered crawl? Is that what's happening? <laughs> uh, let's see. What's going on now? Uh, they get they get to the uh, the cyclops comes in on his on the horse as well. Yeah, and uh, he starts saving the day really quickly, but then really quickly also dies. Yeah, well, because they tr- <laughs> the 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 opening into the black fortress uh, has certain things that close and open in order for people to get in and out. Oh, I forgot to mention one thing. What's that? Back in the quicksand. Which part? Oh uh, boy, the the quicksand. Uh, yeah. Four slayers appear yes. to attack them. Yes. The ten merry men. Yes. And uh Brave Sir Robin, which is I think probably ping in the corner. <laughs> and and the king and the priest kill these four slayers. Yes. Not a man dies. Yes. These same slayers that destroyed an entire kingdom earlier in the movie. Yes. Get taken down by ten men. Yes. What? Well, you, you, did you not see where the question was going? <laughs> no, it's self-explanatory. They have weapons now. It's a kingdom full of guards and shit. They didn't have any weapons that would I'm deal sure with them. I'm sure the guard they had, they had to have been guards. 
you didn't see any, did you? But aren't these guys like bounty hunters and like aren't they just a group of different guys like bounty hunters yeah, and they're, like they're, hunters they're misfits, and stuff? Thieves, yeah, and exactly. Yeah, exactly. But they also they know how to do shit like this. Yeah, they're all trained in they're all trained in working and firing and killing. Thieves not necessarily are just thieves. They also do assassinations, probably. <laughs> Again, so Danny Ocean fucking <laughs> kills people. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is a fantasy world. They don't I know, have to. I know, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, but against guys with swords that shoot lasers. Yes. They managed to get surrounded and taken over by 10 men. Yes. These are not powerful people. No. But they took out a kingdom. The the dude, their the the killer weapon they have is a giant throwing yo-yo ninja star. Are you serious? They're which just, you can't use. Which you can't time's use. not right. Exactly. <laughs> you what don't I'm know saying is right. Yeah, basically what they're trying to say is that they're attacked they're much better at fighting than at like physically fighting than the other people are. They're just better. The aliens are just better tacticians. That's, That's it. It's over. It's <laughs> so over. So they, 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 anyway, they get inside. The, okay, just power through this. <laughs> you said people die in the fortress. Yeah, they get in the fortress. People start dying. You wanted dies. this. Oh, really? Yeah. He takes he takes a laser to the chest. And uh, oh, by the way, we found out earlier Liam Neeson's got like wives all over the place. He's like mm. he's a like, huge man whore. Oh yeah. And as he's dying, he's like, oh, tell Rose I love her. Ah, and he dies. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly, he's not the only wife, though, I think. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like he should have said, tell all my wives I love them. That would have been, that'd been a good line. Mm-hmm. And, all right. So he dies. Uh, the, <laughs> now, the uh, Brave Sir Robin finally gets some good insight here. He, he turns himself into a tiger. He turned, earlier, he turned himself into a, 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 a goose. Uh-huh. He turned himself into, a, I think, a pig at one point. Uh, he turned himself into a, a puppy. Uh, accidentally, all these accidentally. He did not not the puppy. No, the pu- the pu- he turned into a puppy out of fear. So he, he something ah he got he freaked out. He turned into a puppy. I thought also he did that because um he tur- for the child as well. Maybe because it was supposed to comfort him after the seer died. Okay, sure, fine. So that, I guess maybe that was on purpose. He turns into a tiger, a giant tiger it's to protect the child. To protect the child against these people with swords and lasers. Yes. Okay. Uh, a tiger's coming at me. Yes. I'm going to shoot it with my lasers. Assuming they knew what that was. <laughs> There's a big, giant cat thing coming at me. Exactly. He's not, he's not smiling. No. First thing they probably say was, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap, and then probably yes. the <laughs> Right. So the, the, he claws off one of the guys' face, and when these guys die, they make a weird noise. Yeah. Like, Yes. Because they're filled with helium. By the way, that was an accurate representation, but the noise they made, that's I wasn't exaggerating. No, I believe you. Okay. That's fair. So he claws off one of the guy's heads, and the other guy's like, oh, no. And what? He, he just... but the, Dude, that was pretty cool. A, a tiger has, is, is, that... a, is a very... Uh, against huh? a sword that shoots lasers, <laughs> yeah. a tiger wins. Yes. In what world? Fear. Fear. <laughs> you just said they don't know what they were. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, oh, my God. Oh, well, you're what afraid of what you don't understand. Then, yeah, you don't, you're afraid of you don't understand. Their you're... boss is a giant fucking beast. <laughs> Which they are under they understand. Yes. That's scary. Tiger, little cat. Meh. Zap. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, like, first he's the confusion, then the fear sets in, especially after this one gets decapitated so quickly. I mean, yeah, they have some sort of training, but still there's like that little bit amount of time that it might take for it Fantastic. to kill. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Things happen some more. <laughs> I feel uh, like he's not accepting anything I say here. No, because this is all stupid. They, 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 they end up getting split up in the, inside the fortress, the uh-huh. black fortress, uh, in different places. <laughs> uh, they get they finally get to a place where, like, all right, we're at the center of the of the fortress. There's, like, a, 
uh, a cell, a prison cell. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, what? How do we get in there? I got an idea. Now it's time to use my ninja star, the glaive. The glaive. This glaive of great power to fight enemies. He's. I'm going to use it to break down that wall. Is the time right? Yeah. Yes, I guess. Uh, okay. He pr- he brings it out. He throws it, and it starts acting like a blowtorch. And cutting a hole in the wall, just like, like it's like spinning it like a chainsaw trying okay. to cut a hole through this wall. That's okay. the time to use it. <laughs> he said, "You'll know the time when it's when it's when it's." Yeah, and he sees a wall. That's I'm going to use it on a wall. <laughs> well, nothing else came up, did it? This, this this is a weapon of great power. Yes. And his the first time he thinks I should use this, mm-hmm. there's a wall. Would you rather he just go fight against the the major beast? Without I would rather he use it against the Slayers, killing all of his friends. This is a good point. Thank you. All my friends are dying. Now's the time to use it. No, no. Get that wall. I feel like there's a possibility that this is going to be a reoccurring factor in a lot of movies to come, too. What? A wall? No, to only use a special weapon only at a certain time. Yeah, fine. Yeah, that's happened in movies in the past. That, if, you have, if, you can, if you can do it, why not do it throughout? I right. was being sarcastic because I oh, knew that okay. was going to happen. Oh, okay. Right, Neo can dodge bullets, but he waits till the very end. Oh, now I know how to stop him because I died. <laughs> okay. So the it opened, the the glaive opens up the hole in the wall. He, oh, princess, hey, hey, everything's cool, fantastic. All right, uh, we gotta go fight that beast now. All right, but first, let me throw this, <laughs> let me throw this glaive again. That's some more rocks. He throws it, and he's like causing like things to fall and break down. It doesn't. He's using it to try and break the the tower, basically, right? Or the castle, whatever. Fine, you okay, call it. what? what the f- <laughs> this is a horrible weapon. Up to this point, it, it gets a little weird later. But uh-huh. it's like at this point, the, the right time to use this is against inanimate objects. Good. Yes. 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 All right. See, so he can get some practice in. Okay. By the way, he's gotten very good at throwing this uh, spinning star full of blades and then catching it. Yes. With no training whatsoever. Yes. All right. Very good. <laughs> He's the chosen one. So now the beast comes up. Yes. Looks like looks like the like the thing from the Black Lagoon, doesn't he? I don't know. Yeah, sort of from the picture I see right here. Yeah. 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 So the way that the king uh, fights the the beast as he throws his glaive. Yes. And that's the extent of what he does. Yes. <laughs> the glaive does all the rest of the work. Yes. He just stands there with his hand out like, hey, come on. Ugh. Yeah. Like for, giving his like energy. Oh, come on. You can do it. Oh, come on, glaive. You got it. Oh, glaive. Yes. Hollywood, that's an accurate representation okay. of everything that really happened. <laughs> that's what actually happens. Yeah, that's really what happens. He's got his hands outstretched like he's like praying for it. Ba- basically, he's saying like, do this, do that, do that. It's like, it's like psych- psychokinesis or telekinesis or whatever to the yeah, thing. Again, I don't know how he knows how to control the glaive. Yo-yo string? I don't know. I don't know. The glaive is like, ah, oh, the, the the beast launches this uh, beam of light at the glaive. And the glaive like, no. Deflected. Oh, deflected. Is the glaive alive like the knife in the shadow? Yeah, I would, I would say so. Okay. It acts like that. It doesn't have a crazy face. Okay. But it's, it's, it's alive. It's spinning. Okay. You can't really see anything. See, another, another, another comparison with the shadow. This, okay. this, <laughs> all right. If you, this, so, this knife is so awesome. Use it all the time. Glaive, use it all the time. If it can do whatever it wants to do. Hey, bad guy, go kill it. Whoop. Done. I'll wait here. I'll pray for you. That's it. No. So it, it, it like deflects the the two shots from the beast, and then it goes straight into like the beast's chest, and it just okay. like, launches there into the beast. Ah! Proportionately. No, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. The beast itself <laughs> is probably the size of three Buicks stacked on each okay. other, 
and the glaive is about the size of a dinner plate. Okay. So the blade's about the size of your finger. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It stabs into this Powerpuff marshmallow-sized creature. Yes. And he dies. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, he's allergic to steel. Or fire. <laughs> or maybe both. That's that's the battle. The battle is the glaive is spinning in air. It's just like floating in front of the beast. The beast launches laser. Deflected. Deflected. Wah, stab. Beast goes down. <laughs> that's the whole battle. That's the whole battle. Well, almost all of it. Yeah, okay. So now, now, and this, this, this was weird to me. Why? And this, I feel like, was trying to set up a sequel, which I'm pissed off about well, already. <laughs> he goes, it's like, all right, boom, beast goes down. All right, the glaive's sitting there. He's like, all right, glaive. Puts his hand back out. Oh, come on, glaive. Come on. Get back here, glaive. Oh, glaive, come back. Oh, back over here. Come on. Oh, all right. And the glaive's like, wiggling, like, oh, should I, should I come? Should I not go? I don't know. It's like it's, it's stuck in there. Yeah. I think I want to go. You know what? I'm just going to stab him harder and ah, he launches, he launches himself further into the beast. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, okay. Sorry, glaive. I guess we're done here. And then they walk away. Yeah. And then? And then, no, no. He, he walks up to the glaive. He's like, all right, you want to come to me through my telekinesis? I'm going to grab you. He goes to grab the glaive and the beast comes to life and ah, he grabs the glaive himself and like, I don't know what he does with it. Well, he grabs the glaive, so basically the the main character can't like use it yeah. anymore. That's so he all. takes it off of him, throws it to the side. Oh, now I'm back alive again, back full of energy because I got stabbed with a toothpick. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. At this point, they decide uh, he's Dumbo. Dumbo. Yeah, you didn't need to feather in your cap the entire time. You could fly all by yourself. Okay, that's the theme in Dumbo. The, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. he thought the feather in his cap made him, him fly. Yeah. yeah. So the the wife, the the queen, or whatever, is like. Yeah. The power's in you. you. It's not the glaive. It's you. You can do it. Come on. Let's go team. Uh-huh. I'll give you my fire. Which, where did that come from, by the way? That is at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. This girl has fire power. She's a firebender. <laughs> well, okay. Not, not necessarily. Actually, what it is is um, it's a ritual that's done at the weddings. All women have the fire, uh, able to create fire. Oh, yeah. No, and, I, I know. And I know the women basically, have the fire. And during, bring the fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And what they do is at the end during during the rece- uh, the wedding, what happens is the the woman gives the fire to the man. Right. Yeah. Basically, it's a form of a ritual that's also part Wait of their minute. genetics. In order to kill the beast, they have to finish the marriage ritual because I, then I they can both so. then they can both use fire. Basically. Oh. So that's she she says, "Take the fire from my hand," which is what was supposed to be the end of the ceremony, which got interrupted by the slayers. Mm-hmm. He's like, "All right, give me your fire." Oh, that's cool. And then he then he starts just launching like a flamethrower, mm-hmm. and that kills the beast. And that kills the beast. Hmm. Maestro. Yeah. Well, the beast itself is made out of a car paste. It's just boiled alive. Okay. Um, this fire, <laughs> this queen had the entire time. Yes. She has been a prisoner of this beast. <laughs> yes. Also, this entire time. Yes. This remember this movie was made in the eighties. This is if when you have the ability to do it. Yeah, if you have fire power, <laughs> and fire will in fact kill the beast. What is she sitting there doing nothing for? Um, playing the role of a princess that she, of like back in the days when princesses were like that. They didn't need an alliance between these two kingdoms. She could have just went up and burnt the whole damn place down. This is quite possible. Yes. <laughs> so she just wanted to get laid. I need a husband. Hey, come up here, dude. I need you, man. That's why you fell off so quickly. I'll burn you. <laughs> I don't know how these rituals work on this world. Okay, that's all they I know. Don't. So he burns the beast alive. And I'm like, ah, oh, cool. Let's get out of here. The whole cave is falling down now. And he uses his firepower to break through the rock. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> it's possible if there's enough uh, force behind the flame. To, to burn a hole through a rock. Yes. Well, that's well, if you superheat sand, you get glass. Right. You so, should be able to punch. I know. Okay. Well, if you superheat certain types of uh, uh, minerals and stuff like that, they become brittle. So the immense amount of pressure at the same time with the heat can actually cause a crack and break through the opening. <laughs> That's completely logical. Okay. Oh, also, I'll, by the way, on the, after they, they kill the beast, they're like, all right, we got to get out of here. Let's round up the troops. Everybody's still alive. They go around and they find they find uh, there's some blood on the floor. Yes. And the king is like, hey, that's Brave Sir Robin's blood. Yes. Well, just by looking at it, he knows that, they, oh, that's, that's my guy's blood. That mm. guy. Maybe they have a sense of smell in that world. Right. I don't know. It's stupid. <laughs> They you all know, get together. They all get out of there. And the movie. Yeah. And the movie ends. You know, honestly, to tell you the truth, from the whole movie, I feel like you have the most unusual um, issues with this movie. <laughs> what? I mean, like, there are so many things you could have poked at in this movie, and you chose the weirdest ones. Wait, that, that means that there are things that you know are bullshit in this movie. Yes. Things that I didn't bring up. Yes. What? What did well, I miss? Well, first off, you <laughs> okay, let me just, let me just like make let me just point something out. The most issue, the biggest issue you had with this movie is the fact that it moved along too quickly without any confrontation, too much confrontation. No problem, solution, problem, solution. Exactly, problem, solution. exactly, exactly. You brought that up so many times that was the primary focus of what you were talking about. Yeah, and then you said that um, what was the other part? Uh, oh, by the way, at the very end, mm-hmm. at the very very end of the movie, they're like walking through the green field, and he's like, "All right, guys." Thanks for helping me. Here's a key to unlock your your shackles to the thieves. He's like, wait, only kings have those. Yeah, I told you I was a king. No, no. Um, <laughs> basically, he gave the key to one person, and it's just, and he they basically that they said like I thought only the king and there was some sort of first warden or something like that, that has, actually has that key. No, he told me here's the keys to take off your shackles. Yes. No. Why 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 are they still in shackles all this time? He recruited them to join his army. They're, they're just staying in your chains. Well. There wasn't a purpose behind it, was there? I mean, so they, maybe to gain their trust to join the army better. Well, he got their trust originally. They didn't need to do that. I have a question about this movie. All right, <laughs> if you uh, so, is this a well-known fact that by them getting married, the fire forms? The the movie. You see is, where I'm going with this? But you also, if that guy said, "Hey, that gave is the one thing that can kill the beast," shouldn't everyone in this kingdom know that if they get married, they can summon fire? This might be also based upon uh, <laughs> royalty. Oh, okay. Also, just, just checking. Yeah, but the thing about it is, is with this movie, there's a lot of unexplained things in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels like it's either in, been, it's either come from a book or uh-huh. a foreign language. So the main thing about this is, is that um, you have to imagine. The, the logical portion about this movie that's not explained because even though it's not explained, it also gives you an option to explain for yourself, which is what most books do too anyways. Okay. But the uh, point of a movie is to not have that imagination. It's to create the world for you. It's to supposed watch. to show it for you. Yes. It's supposed to show it to you. Well, yeah, or give you a glimpse of something so you can create yourself. It's supposed to take a two-page description in a book uh, describing what the room looks like and show it in three seconds. Yes. But think about it this way: with the amount of movie, would you want to sit through another hour worth of I, information? No, no, <laughs> no, don't want to sit through any of this. There you go. So, Adam, where does this rank in the mo- sixty movies we've seen? Is this in the bottom of like Grabbers? They live. It, it's 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 not that bad because the 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 plot the plot could have been okay. Uh-huh. This, this could have been a decent story 
if it, if they took the if they would have separated into three like three movies and just gone through it taking time instead of here's a problem here's a solution here's a problem here's a solution if they would have gone through them well enough i i could see myself liking this okay. had they done it correctly the storyline the plot and everything has some legs to it okay but they just the the things that they explained were dumb the things they didn't explain needed explanation and the, the they explained stuff too fast even this could have been a good movie had they spread it out elongated it ergo the remake no <laughs> No, because now we have Lord of the Rings. We don't need this movie anymore. Well, yeah. This we is have Star Wars. We're making new movies of Star Wars. We don't need this anymore. Yeah, but let's think about it, though. I mean, like, you're going to make how it's many... Star- weapon. How many Star Wars movies are you going to make before you create something new? Or something old new? Which is basically what they're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> but don't you only remake known properties? Like, most people wouldn't know what Kroll is. Nobody That's the reason Kroll. why they're trying to remake it now, because most of the people that actually know these people are starting to turn into really old adults. Oh, that's a bad idea. <laughs> I think this might be interesting. I want to see what they can come up with. All right. Uh, you'll be the one person in the theater. <laughs> one person in the theater. Well, that was their opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top <laughs> of the show, we have lots of them. But we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Normally, I would read you the critics' reviews. But because this movie is so old and obscure, Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes didn't list any reviews by critics. Just wow. bloggers. So no review section this week. All right. So that means... That's for the best. Rotten Tomatoes, you're going to go into Rotten Tomatoes blind, so you have no gauge of, well, oh. I'm sure you have I an idea. Uh, I got a gauge. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes is part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten, 60%, 84% is fresh, and 85% up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? You want to go first? You want to go first? I would like you to go first. (laughs) Well, this is the beauty about it because there was no like actual uh, critique about the movie, right? Yeah. That means it's all audience. Right. Well, there there is a tomato meter score. Yeah. Well, that means... Yeah, critics reviewed it. Maybe they didn't write reviews, but they they gave it to Ford, uh, Rotten or Fresh. I I feel like if we're going to do the audience, I'm guessing about 70. Okay. That's fresh. Uh, I'm gonna guess it's pretty high as well, actually. As shitty as the movie was, because nobody knows about it, mm-hmm. the people that do know about it are gonna be liking it. So it's gonna it's gonna have an inflated score be- just because of uh, non-exposure to real people. Well, we're exposing it now. Y- yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's drive the score down. I, I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how high the score was now and see where it is in, in a couple months. Okay. After everyone listens to this, the whole world. <laughs> uh, I don't want to go 70 I'll go, I'll go 60 61 51 percent all right oh, See? so still, it's rotten it's still too inflated though now it's time for the critics <laughs> all right the tomato meter 50 uh okay 30 exactly 30 30 33 percent uh, I was gonna say 31 that's uh-huh. the, that's the matter. So it's you're, you're pretty good. Yeah. Well, yeah. because with this, critics have to watch it. Yes so they, yeah. they, they, it's, it's a more honest review uh-huh. than just the audience watching it so they, mm. it's like it's they have no choice. It's homework for them. I like how I did this to you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now it's time for trivia. This is a part of the show where I would like to give out little pieces of facts about the movie that you may not know about. Ooh, excellent. The production utilized 10 sound stages at Pinewood Studios, including the biggest of them all, the gigantic 007 stage, which was used for the exteriors of the swamp sequence. Batman, the 1989 huh. uh, Tim Burton Batman movie, filmed on this lot, the Pinewood Studios lot. They built... All of Gotham City across the different sound stages. Oh wow! Twenty-three movie sets were constructed for the filming of the of this major motion picture. 
There is a real-life glaive weapon, but it is different to the fictional one seen in the movie. The European polearm weapon has only one single-edged blade, instead of five for the film one, on the tip of the pole, and has been likened to a Chinese guando? Guandao. Guandao, or Japanese... That is bat poop. <laughs> nope. Or it's the... Guano. Oh. Or the Japanese naginata. Naginata, yeah. Horse chopper. So, are you familiar with both those weapons? All, all of them. What'd you call it? Naginata? Yeah. Horse chopper? Horse chopper, okay. <laughs> that was a Mexican rice drink. No, horchata? Yeah. <laughs> Frank Price, then president of Columbia Pictures, determined that an unknown American actress would help stateside ticket sales as opposed to an unknown English actress. With that logic in mind, Price met with Lizette Anthony and informed her that all of her dialogue had, is going to be dubbed by actress Lindsay Krause. Anthony was totally unaware that her voice was to be dubbed prior to the meeting. So the voice you're hearing is not her actual voice. It was dubbed by this actress, Lindsay Krause. Oh, that's... A well-known actress. Wait, what? The voice is a, is a well-known actress? Yeah. But the actress is not? Yeah, so different voice. The voice people. you're hearing in the movie was dubbed by Lindsay Krause, who was a well-known actress at the time. But the actress playing her, nobody knew who the fuck she was. That's that would be stupid. like that would be like an X Men, the first X Men movie. Hugh Jackman, nobody knew who the fuck Hugh Jackman was. Yeah, but like Mel Gibson was giving the voice yeah, of that's, Wolverine. That's, it's, it's that same idea. Aren't they, aren't they both Australian? I know, but I'm just saying because yeah. one's dumb. bigger than the other. Right. All right. <laughs> Stats. We want to put this film to respect with other more successful films that release this year, so we can get a feel of how well financially it held up to its peers. The budget that's at with inflation that's 120 million dollars. So are we going to say that today? that's how much it is, or no, from 50? Okay. Uh, so remember, it's obscure now. Yeah. An obscure movie that made a lot of money. I don't know. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Spent a lot of money. Yeah. Based on the fact that you're saying there's going to be a sequel, I guess it had to have done well somewhere somehow. But I'm still. I'm gonna say sixty. It made sixty. Okay. I'm gonna say from fifty million it made. I'm gonna say probably eighty-five to hundred. So eight ninety. Box office mojo didn't break down the the worldwide uh, or the. So I just have a total gross. All right. Sixteen point five million. Oh my god! There's no way there's a sequel getting made. There is. Oh, he no said a way. remake. Or, it doesn't matter. Anything <laughs> anything having to do with anything with the movie is 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 gone. That's a huge loss. Is that that's probably, is that the worst loss I think we've had. Mm, uh, maybe from fifty to sixteen. Holy yeah. Christ! Wow, it's like twenty twenty percent. Boat trip was twenty and it only made eight. That's still okay. It's about the same. Yeah, I think it's about the same. We're, a third. We're, we're pretty close. Close to okay. a third. Holy hell! So basically, by watching this movie, we're probably going to drive up the sales for Crawl. But this movie could have cult, like a cult status, because it's so oh, it indie does. and obscure that it let's does. check it out. Like it, the hipsters might like oh, it. I, I can see hipsters wearing this stupid ninja star on their shirt. I saw on Google Images a tattoo someone has on their oh arm of the glaive. That is, it has to be ironic. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's ironic. There's no way someone's that big a fan of this movie. Yes. This film debuted. Get out of here, <laughs> <laughs> this film debuted in fourth place on the weekend of July 29th, 1983, with $5.4 million. The top three that were that week. It made 5.4 the first time? In its first week. All right, so it made about almost half. <laughs> yeah, it made a third of it its right. debut week. The top three that week were number one, National Lampoon's Vacation. Okay. Number two, Jaws 3D. Oh. Number three, Return of the Jedi. That's at the tail end. When everybody's oh, yeah. already watching. Okay. okay. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 18th highest grossing film in the category Sword and Sorcery. Wait, this came out at the same time as Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Same year, yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. This, no, this is a horribly timed everything. 
This movie should never have been this, made. This is like equilibrium. This is somebody said, hey, I like that Star Wars movie. That did well. Let's New make this did one. well. Yeah. Let's well, make one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is the, what is it? The Asylum version videos. <laughs> this is basically what would happen if uh, basically Star Wars and the Dark Crystal came together. Do you know what the Dark Crystal is? No. <gasps> Jim is, it, is it bright red? It's a Muppet movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not the Muppets, but it has Jim Muppet, Henson's Jim Henson okay. puppets in it. Is that the one with Bowie? No, it's the Labyrinth. Yeah, that's the Labyrinth. Okay. Uh, according to Box Office Mojo, this is the 18th highest grossing film in the category Sword and Sorcery. The top three in this category are all three Lord, Lord of the Rings. Of the Rings. Yeah. Okay. This was the 43rd highest grossing film of 1983. The top Jedi, number one. In 1983, it grossed $252 million, which in today's <laughs> money would be $603.8 million. Wow. Number two were Terms of Endearment. Okay. Three was Flashdance. Four was Trading Places with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Okay. Nice. And number like five, War Games. With I like that one too. Oh. So that was your top five of 1983. All right. Any uh, closing thoughts? This, no. This is avoid. Yeah. I would like to see. No. I would like to see um, Adam watch this one more time. I, I would like to see you burn every copy you have of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I got. Well, I got one for you. Oh, I'm gonna burn that. I got, I got on iTunes for I'm you. I'm gonna burn it. Should people go to Amazon, buy it, and then burn it, Adam? Uh, no, you should uh, maybe get Star Wars or something. <laughs> get a real movie. Or you can go, go to our, and watch go to our Amazon link on the website. Yeah, go to, if you go to then... Amazon to buy other movies. Uh, <laughs> not this one. Go to buy other movies. Go to Amazon. Go, go to our webpage first. Click on the banner. Uh, it'll take you to Amazon or iTunes and shop as normal. It helps support the show. It doesn't cost you anything extra. I feel like, though, if you do watch this movie, you'll understand exactly either Adam's pain or my um, understanding, or maybe Hollywood's in a, in a um, confusion. Yes. Yeah. Yes, confusion. You guys look drained. Like you guys look like you just yeah. ran a marathon trying to explain this movie. You know, you know what's weird? Uh, I, I had a turn off moment in this movie, but it was it was at the very end once he finally used the damn star. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh I know. he threw it at the yeah. wall. Because up in, up until that point, I'm like, I was like, I'll uh, I'll go with it. I still I still enjoyed the story, but like, God, okay. this is. Really getting tough. <laughs> this better be a huge payoff. Yeah. Ninja Star does his, he to break down a wall. I'm like, I'm out. I mean, uh, out. I mean, even the, even the main bad guy, it looks like he's on a, like a, a screen. Even knowing there was only like 20 minutes left, I would have turned it off. <laughs> no, no, remember, remember how? <laughs> remember the ending of the movie where these try we throws the thing at the star, the star at the at the at the beast. It looked like he was like looking at the screen the whole time. He was like just like hanging out like at the theater screen. Oh my god, it was so ridiculous. That's 1983's Crawl, directed by Peter Yates. If you want to contact us, check out our website, ratpatpodcast.com slash spoilers, and check out the other shows on the network as well. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spoilerspodcast. Follow us on Twitter at spoilershow. There's two S's in the middle. Check out and subscribe to the new YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests. Next week, we're watching a movie that uh. has that's going to break our oldest rule. We only really have one rule on this show. What's that? Not to watch Ben Stiller, Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Next week, we are breaking that one rule. With what? We are watching an Adam Sandler film. <gasps> the only way that I think it can be stomached. Okay. <laughs> In a cartoon form? 
to com- yeah. to commemorate with the release of Hotel Transylvania 2, we were watching the first Hotel Transylvania. Plus, this will serve as a nice bridge into October for our horror movie month, since this movie deals with monsters and vampires and stuff. I like that movie. Hotel Transylvania? Yeah. Oh, I've never seen it. I know Adam hasn't. I've, I've seen bits and pieces here and there. Cause, um, I enjoyed it. Uh, my daughter wanted to watch it, so I got it for her. But I was like, I can't. It, it, it's better because you only hear the voice. Okay. Instead of actually seeing Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. which uh, his whole goofy thing is just so off-putting. Oh, I've always wondered, Adam, uh, before we sign off, I know you hate Adam Sandler and his crew, his like crew of buddies. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Kevin James? Is he not as bad as everyone else in the crew? No, he. I think he's the least offensive. Okay, <laughs> out, okay. Of, out of all of them. But are we counting like Chris Rock in there? Because I don't. I don't count him as part of his crew. No, he, what was grown he? The grown up. The grown ups. Yeah. Is, right. Yeah. I think that's it. Okay. Good. I don't think he's been in any other right, Adam no, Sandler movies. Okay. Good. He's out. Yeah, Kevin James. But he, I was, I was what about David Spade? I'm not a big fan of his either. <laughs> Schneider's part of the crew. Oh, Schneider's awful. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. You think he'll say that in this movie? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think Kevin James is the mummy or the Frankenstein's monster. Oh, by the way, people, it's Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein is, is the, the doc- doctor. Do- is the professor who creates him. Yeah. Yes. Mathematician. Frankenstein's monster is the monster. And Igor is Igor. Right. So get that right. Right. What are you? I'm Frankenstein. Oh, no. Frankenstein isn't green with bolts in his neck. You're the monster. And then people call me an asshole because I correct people for fucking up. Yeah. No, freaking Ian Eckhart was Frankenstein. Well, hold on a second. Are you, are you correcting <laughs> them? Aaron. Aaron Eckhart. How old are these yeah. people that you're correcting? I don't know. 12? 10? 5? Just people in general. Uh, well, if you're correcting 5-year-old, then you're an asshole for <laughs> 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 Well, check out Hotel Transylvania yeah. just in time for next week's episode and Hotel Transylvania 2, which we might get to... I don't know. We'll see. Maybe at some point. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. Until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam. Yeah.